Hi, I'm Joey, your host of the Confronted Podcast, a library filled with subject matters and discussions revolving around life, ranging from mental health to global issues. I'm aspiring to create a safe, vulnerable space and community where we can come off as our strongest self and be confident and motivated into what we're passionate about, all while feeling relaxed and not overwhelmed, of course. I'm so grateful that you're here. Join me on this journey of self-discovery and learning about our Earth to better ourselves. Welcome to the Confronted Podcast, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope April has been well for all of you so far. So this week, as you can already tell, we have a guest episode featuring Haley of the Sunshine Signal podcast. So currently living in Florida, Haley is a 17-year-old host and founder of the Sunshine Signal podcast. And honestly, she is such an inspiration to me. She just radiates such good energy, such good vibes. And she's She's the one who really got me into podcasting, and I'm just so glad that we can really just sit down and have a chat. She has a great podcast for all things wellness for your mind, your body, and your soul. If you were to head over to her page, you would see loads of conversations, discussions, interviews with experts ranging from manifestation to plant-based eating. I have just listened to our conversation and It is jam-packed with tips, tricks, and real-life experience chats. It's honestly such an inspiration episode, really like just a conversation revolving around wellness, productivity, limitations, and choosing yourself, making yourself the main priority. So if you enjoy, if you love today's episode, I really do recommend checking out her podcast for more similar chats. All the links will be included in the show notes below, of course. So let's dive right into today's episode. Hi, Haley. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Joey. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Yes. How does it feel to be like the first guest on the Confronted Podcast? It's so exciting. Yeah. And I know that you were inspired to start your podcast. And I remember um, emailing back and forth with you a couple of months ago, and you were just asking for tips on how to start. So it's a really cool full circle moment. And I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. From discovering you through Julie Kim to emailing back and forth to finally being able to chat with you. All right. So to start off with, would you like to Talk a little bit about why you start the Sunshine Signal for those who may be unfamiliar with you. Yeah, for sure. So I've always loved listening to podcasts and really just all sorts of media. I love writing and speaking and presenting. So all the like forms of communication I've always been super passionate about. And during COVID, like around 2020 at the beginning, I really got interested in listening to podcasts. And I've always loved like holistic health and wellness. And I've been raised in an environment by my parents that's very supportive of learning techniques like meditation and plant-based eating. And like, I still go to yoga with my mom every Mm -hmm. week. And that's just kind of the environment that I grew up in. But when I started listening to these podcasts, which I still adore, they're great that my mom referred to me. They were all being hosted by like 30 and 40 year old women. 
And when I went to go and look to see if any teenagers were doing something really inspiring and empowering and were talking about similar topics, there really wasn't anything at all. Like I couldn't find a single podcast. And even I was thinking about magazines as well. Like there really aren't that many forms of conscious and positive media for teen girls. And I think especially between the ages of 13 and 23, especially in the podcast industry, we were really missing that gap. There really wasn't anything that I was interested in listening to. And I knew just from social media and from the people in my own life that there are so many incredible young women with stories to share. And I've learned so much over the past couple of years and throughout the course of my life about life lessons and just how to become the best version of yourself. And I was like, hey, like I love speaking. There are so many beautiful, incredible women that I'd love to interview. So that's just kind of how the idea started because there wasn't anything there. And I was really the audience. I felt the slack and I felt this Mm -hmm. need. And then there was a long brainstorming process in between over that summer and that spring about how exactly I wanted to brand it, what I wanted to call it, just a lot of different detail moments. And then in September of 2021, which is just a little bit over six months, I ended up launching the podcast and the rest is kind of history. Yeah, congratulations. It was, it's, it's such a good podcast. Like, go check it out. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was also, like, interested in starting a podcast because, like, I love talking. I love, like, discussing deep topics. And I'm like, this is the perfect outlet for me. You know, it's, like, something I can get committed to, something I can really put in effort and be like, this is my baby. This is, like, like what I can call mine. And it's, like, so rewarding to see the outcomes. Sure, for sure. Yeah, so like starting a podcast, having a startup is honestly such a big step. Like you can't really predict what the outcome will be, but if it's going to be like a huge success or a fail. So like when starting a sunshine signal, were there any like struggles or fears that you had to overcome? Yeah, for sure. So there are definitely different fears that I've experienced at different points in the journey since it's been about seven months for me now, like I just said. So for me, it wasn't as much when I was starting it because I really believed in what I'm doing and I still very passionately believe in what I'm doing and the need for it. And I think that that just shines through in every episode that I do and even how I promote it on social media. But I think the biggest hurdle for me at the beginning was I was so ready to promote it on social media. But I think what was scarier was actually just telling my friends and family like, hey, this is what I'm doing because Podcasts are really vulnerable, especially when I'm not just interviewing people all the time. It's also me sharing life experiences and my perspectives on things. And that can be kind of scary just to put something that you're so passionate out into the world. And then the people that are close to you and whose opinions like I value and matter. I didn't think that anybody was going to be like, oh, Haley, like this is weird, but it definitely can still be a little bit scary to be like, hey, like this is something that I've been working on because you don't know how everybody's going to perceive that. (laughs) So I think at first that was a big thing that I need to get over. But I mean, I ended up sharing it with my family and friends and everybody was super supportive and loves it. I still have friends that like listen to every episode and will text me and like just tell me the sweetest things, which is amazing because I know not everybody has that external validation all the time. But I also was talking to a friend this week too, and she is pretty well known on Instagram. She is a good couple thousand of followers and she pretty much, she just does like 
um, for her brand, she does like plant-based eating and recipes and things like that. And for her, since she was not in a super supportive environment, at least with her peers, she actually like didn't tell any of her friends about it or like anybody who she was going to school with about it. And that was just a much better route for her because she didn't, she knew that there were kind of like these toxic people in her life that wouldn't fully support her or may not give her the support she needed. And she really didn't care about their approval. Um, and of course, I don't care about the approval of others in my life either, but it's always nice to have it. So I think you can definitely go either way. If you really want to like fully share it with your friends, your family, maybe people you go to school or college with, or you can just like have it be your own side thing. You don't have to fully share it. And I think as you go along and as you build up kind of that confidence in what you're doing, you can totally transition from keeping it a little bit smaller or only sharing it with a few people to then sharing it more openly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I can relate. Like, cause for me, I was so afraid of what people would think. And I was like letting that stop me. And I just told myself, why am I letting like a month's worth of work and effort, just like getting thrown into the bin. So like, I'm like, just do it. Just press the button, just launch the podcast. And I remember going to school, I was like, oh my God, I cannot, like, I can't go to school. It's going to be so embarrassing. But then everyone was like, I love your podcast. And I was like, really? Are you sure though? Like, it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, for sure. Well, like, I think it's so funny because I think we tend to get in our heads about these certain situations too. And I think most of the time, whenever we're doing something that we believe in and that we think is needed, it's also needed and will be well perceived by others. And that seems to be the case for both of us, where we both had that positive support, even because we didn't know how that was going to go. But yeah, I totally agree. And it can be scary, but I think if you ever believe in something and you really feel like there's Mm -hmm. a need, then that is a really good indicator that yes, it is needed and that other people are also looking for that same content and wisdom that you're providing. So yeah, like Joey said, if you're interested in having a podcast or a passion project or really anything in life that you feel passionate about starting, highly recommend just taking the leap and going for it. Yeah, because like if you have your passion, if you have a strong desire for it, nothing can stop you. Like because you are willing to put that amount of work and you're like willing to be so committed to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So like with all of these, like all these thoughts, all these society's expectations and judgments, obviously we're going to put like limitations on ourselves because we're always so cautious of what everyone is going to think of us. So like we're not like letting ourselves just fully express ourselves as an individual. So like how does like society's expectations and judgments like limit us and how do we set ourselves free from that to allow our passions to develop to the fullest of potential? Like, is there anything that would need reorganizing, rethinking, anything that would need analyzing? Yeah, for sure. I love this question so much because I think it's so important. I mean, I've even heard from the adults in my life and even people who are like in their young 20s too. I feel like our teen years, if we can start being really conscientious of our patterns and our behaviors and our thought processes before we get like to that adult phase of everybody's always like, oh, like we're undoing and unlearning everything that we picked up in like our childhood and our teen years, then we are in a really good spot. So to answer your question, there are two things that I'd like to mention. And I think the first is limiting beliefs. And then I think it's important to compare that to also people pleasing. So for me, I think limiting beliefs, they're instilled by ourselves and they may have like had 
external factors that made us believe that like if you had a certain encounter or experience when you were younger that made you believe something but I think limiting beliefs those are often internalized versus people pleasing that's something that again we may be unconscious of but it's more to get to feel like we're accepted and again that's completely normal and natural because it's like it's a human instinct to Mm -hmm. want to be accepted by your community and to want to like not be kicked out of the tribe like that's a natural instinct from thousands of years ago so both of these things are completely natural but I think in terms of what to do awareness is the first step to change really anything in your life so if you're aware of a limiting belief that you have or if you're aware that you may be holding part of yourself back to receive the approval of others. As long as you're aware of it, then you now have the power in your hands to look at it, journal about it, like talk to somebody about it. You now have like the power to go and act upon it versus if you're not aware that it's happening, like it's not in your conscious mind, so you can't act upon it. Yeah. Um, so I think the easiest thing would be if you have any limiting beliefs, we could kind of just talk through how to, like how I would advise you to like get coached through it and how I would approach Mm -hmm. that. Um, So is there like a limiting belief that you had when starting the podcast or that you're currently working through? Because there are a lot of different techniques that we could approach these with. Yeah, there's like quite a number of limiting beliefs. Like I thought like, yeah, my podcast isn't going to work. It's going to like fail. So like there was all these like beliefs going through my mind and I was like talking to myself, like you can do this. Don't let your doubts come to you. So yeah, like that was like, I think the number one thing. Yeah. yeah. So I love what you said about like, we can go on this limiting belief about like, I can't start this podcast. So if that was your limiting belief and just say like, if that was me, I love that you're giving yourself that positive, like reassurance too, because it's so important how we talk to ourselves. So definitely recommend, like, be really conscious about how you're speaking to yourself. And people always say, like, if you wouldn't speak to a friend that way, don't speak to yourself that way. Mm -hmm. And I know that I tend to be hard on myself. I think that's like a natural thing for everybody, but just like practicing that self-love and encouraging yourself is super important too. And then something that I've done with some of my other limiting beliefs And that was really helpful is that if we have this limiting belief of like, oh, I don't think I can start this podcast, we can look at it and we can be like, okay, well, why do I not feel like I can start this podcast? Is it because I'm afraid of what other people think? And then if that's the case, then you could journal on it. You can meditate about it. We could talk about it and you could be like, okay, so if I'm afraid of what other people think, then maybe I'm afraid that people would not like the podcast and that they would like say mean things to me or whatever it is. And you just kind of keep following the train of thought. And if you're like, okay, well, if people say mean things to me, like how, how, like what I respond, like you can kind of just follow that train of thought and be like, okay, well, even if people don't give me that support, I still believe in what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. you can kind of just like disprove that and be like, oh, well, this is a fake story that I'm making up in my head. Nobody said anything mean to me about it. And even if they did, I believe in what I'm doing. So you can kind of follow your thoughts that way. And like either journal that out, which I found really helpful since sometimes it's hard to go through all that in your head. But I'd say just like 
you really have to know that your limiting beliefs and people pleasing, those are not from yourself, right? Like those are not loving thoughts of positive vibrations and it's not true. So if you ever have a limiting belief, like, oh, I'm not good enough, or I can't do this. Like you just firstly have to realize that, okay, that's not coming from me. That's coming from a fear. And then we can kind of work through those rationally, like, okay, well, this outcome isn't happening, but even if it did, I feel confident in what Mm -hmm. I'm doing and I love podcasting. So I'm going to continue doing this. Yeah, I can totally agree and relate because like I am, I think like the biggest overthinker ever. So like that will like I'm like in this bubble and like my thoughts are all around me. Sometimes I'm like, I get so stressed. I just want to scream. Like I would overthink so bad. So like, yeah, journaling, like I just do like brain dumps to just like write everything that's on my mind into a piece of paper. It's like easier for me to try. And I was like, I think talking to someone, like someone that can really understand you on a deeper emotional level does really help as well. Yeah, for sure. And I think just like one last thing to note on this subject of limiting beliefs and people pleasing, I think we really, even though it's so hard, and I think this is something that we continuously have to practice throughout our whole lives is honestly, you just have to do you. I feel like Mm -hmm. I've really realized, especially throughout the course of high school, that for me personally, I am a very untraditional person. So like I ended up moving schools and everybody's always like, oh my gosh, you can't switch high schools. Like that's just not the thing you do, at least here in America. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's pretty common, honestly, like a lot of people end up transferring high schools, but there's a lot of limiting beliefs about like, oh, like you can't start over and make new friends. And I'm actually graduating a semester early. Like Mm -hmm. I stopped playing a varsity sports sophomore year to focus more on like my personal health goals. So like a lot of things that are like quote unquote normal, I haven't done because like my option for doing those things is a lot better for me. So just like, honestly, I think we have to practice authenticity and knowing like what is best for you. And even though that's so hard and people might look at you funny and be like, what, like, why are you doing that? You have to know what resonates with you and make those decisions based off that. Because if I went through high school, just making decisions based on what I thought would make other people happy. Mm -hmm. And some people go their whole lives doing what they think will make their parents happy. Like even in the career field, they go to college for a job that they think their parents want them to get. And then they're stuck in this career that they hate for the rest of their lives. And it's like, just really get clear on what you want. And maybe that means meditating or journaling or being quiet because sometimes it's difficult to discern what we want versus what others want from us. But yeah, just having that peaceful time just to really sit with your thoughts, get really clear on what you want and authentic and authentically pursue those things. Yeah, because like a proven validation, of course, is very important to us because it's like human nature. But authenticity is like the bigger picture. It brings just so many benefits and like listening to your own voice, listening to yourself, like that is the most important because it's you at the end of the day. It's no one else. It's your life. You have to take charge. Absolutely. Yes. Good words of wisdom for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah, with all of these, there are a lot of times when we just like want to separate ourselves from all thoughts, all of these negativity, like, yeah, like doing self-care does manifest good vibes, good energy, like just define self-care firstly, like what is self-care? Because like, I don't know why I have this weird thing. When you say self-care to me, the first thing I think about is lotion. I don't know why. (laughs) No, I'm actually so happy that you asked this because, oh gosh, I don't remember if I was 
on somebody else's podcast doing an interview or if it was on my own, but I actually, I think it was a solo episode that I did, but I feel like self-care, especially nowadays, like with social media, I feel like it evokes the sense of like, you're doing your bubble pass and you're going to get your nails done. And like, you're taking walks on the beach and it's just like very romanticized, but I think there's actually a part of self-care. Like, while all those things are great. And I think we definitely deserve to treat ourselves. I think self-care is also more so like, those are things I feel like for your physical well-being too, like taking care of yourself, applying that lotion, like doing kind of like those beauty related things, but Mm -hmm. also for your emotional well-being, I feel like that's also even checking in with yourself and it might not be like super glamorous, like it's portrayed on Instagram, but I think even an act of self-care might be before, like if you're switching classes or before you have a big event or something that you have to go to, you can just take a few minutes to like breathe and check in with yourself. And self-care can be like meditating for five minutes in the morning. It doesn't have to be something that's like you planned this way ahead in your calendar and you're going to like, I don't know, just like something that you planned out way in advance and it has to look super pretty and glamorous from the outside. I think that it's honestly just those little check-ins too are equally as important and taking that time to journal or whatever that practice is for you. Honestly, self-care can look like working out or eating well. It's just like whatever I feel like nourishes your soul and just like puts you in a better state of being. Yeah. Like, I just thought of this question. Like a lot of times we want to be like super productive, like, like did so like when I'm showering sometimes I'm like, okay, for the next few hours, I'm going to do this, 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 but I end up like not doing anything. So like, how do we make time to like, you know, pamper ourselves, like have self-care to make sure that we're in a good physical and emotional well-being because like sometimes we want to do so many things but at the same time we also have to look after ourselves look after our own body oh for sure for sure yeah I completely relate to this because I'm a perfectionist I work really hard in school I'm like very academically oriented too Mm -hmm. and that's been like a really big challenge for me over the past couple of years in high school too is just finding that balance to also like exercise and shower and like do those self-care things and be able to spend time with my family and friends and do the things that I love and honestly to this day Joey like even this week I'll write down things in my to-do list in my planner and honestly I'm being too ambitious when I write probably like 15 things down but I may only get like three of those things done and it's not like a super big assignment that I'm like procrastinating on but it's like okay I want to send out podcast pitch emails and post this to Instagram Mm -hmm. and you know do all these other things that don't need to be accomplished right away so I think one of the things that we can do is also be a little bit more realistic with how much we want to get done and know how long it takes for us to work on certain things because I know like that feeling is always super sticky and like you always feel kind of unaccomplished when you look back at your planner or wherever you wrote down your to-do list and you only got like a few things done out of the whole list but honestly Mm -hmm. I think we tend to think that we can be so productive in like three hours or however much time we have and honestly we can't but in terms of school and balance I even though it's difficult, I always make sure that I'm in bed by like 9 30, 10 o'clock every day because wow. I know a lot of people, it's so hard to do that. But I have a friend who's also very academically focused as well, too. And she goes to bed, she's in bed by 10 o'clock every day, too, because sleep is something that's super important to me. And I know some people stay up to like one or two in the morning, and I just can't do that because I'm not setting myself up for success the next day. So getting a good sleep schedule is something that 
I really work hard during the day to make sure that I have everything knocked out of the way and I can do that. And then as for self-care, I'm really happy that you brought up showering actually, because for some reason it's like this magical portal when I step into the shower and it just feels so healing and so good to me. I'm a Pisces. So maybe that's why I like love water and showers so much, but showers are just like a really great time for me to just unwind from the day. And again, like you don't have to like wash your hair or like do like your whole shower routine every day, but even just like rinsing in like the morning or at night, like whenever you feel like that would be good for you, even if it's just for five minutes, I feel like that personally really helps me like just clear my energy and just kind of start fresh if I'm in like a funky mood or I'm stressed out about something. So that's a great tip. And I think it's just really about like, maybe it's helpful for you if you're not, if you're feeling like you don't have the time in your day is really just to like block off time to exercise or make like a healthy meal or shower or do whatever that is that feels really good for you. Like block off that time in your planner or in your calendar and treat it like a meeting. Like you have to show up and do something and almost maybe if you do it with a friend, it's a little bit easier, like, because then there's that accountability, like, Hey, we're going to go for a walk or hey, we're going to go and just like sit together and journal for 20 minutes or whatever that is. Like, even if you just like text each other in the morning and you're like, hey, like I'm going to meditate before school today. Like, let's do that together. So I think accountability is really helpful too. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's difficult. I think, especially in high school, we have so much on our plates and even in college and early adulthood, I feel like the responsibilities just keep growing. But I think we just need to be really strict with ourselves in a way just to get a little bit of time for self-care in each day. And it doesn't need to be a whole two-hour extravaganza. It can be 15 minutes just going outside, clearing your head. It can be five minutes in the morning doing journaling or stretching or doing like a quick like in high intensity like exercise video if you just really need like a picking yes. up from school. Yeah. So I think just like it doesn't have to be super long things, but just incorporating breaks is so crucial. And actually I found that whenever I get up from my schoolwork and I take a break and I come back, I'm probably more productive than I would have been if I was just sitting there because my brain's kind of just like, "Eh, I don't want to be doing this. Like I'm ready to be done. So just trying to find balance again, balance, trying to incorporate that into your calendar, maybe accountability from a friend. But yeah, I think we just need to really be kind to ourselves and treat that like an event and a designated time to meet in our schedules. Wow, that was so beautifully said. Like, I'm so unrealistic when it comes to making my own to-do list and I would like procrastinate so much. Like I would avoid breaks as much as possible. Like I would burn out until like 1 a.m. because like if I take breaks, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be a five minute break. And then I just end up watching an entire Netflix series. Like it's so bad to the point where I'm like, tomorrow is going to be a good day. And then it's not, you know, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Well, that's completely normal too. I mean, for me, I'm like procrastination literally will stress me out so much. So like I try and get everything done as early as possible, which is like mm-hmm. anti-procrastination, but I have so many friends who I've talked to and they're in that exact same situation where it's like, there's like that fear surrounding like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to be like, have time to get everything done? But yeah, I think just being realistic with ourselves about okay, how much is actually realistic for me to get done tonight? And even if you know ahead of time that an assignment's due, I think it's helpful to start slowly working on things up until the due date or whenever that thing's happening, because then when it rolls around, 
you're not stressed out. Like you can get a good night's sleep. You know that you're setting yourself up for success the next day, but yeah, just like know that you're not alone too, because in the beginning of high school too, I was a workaholic. I really didn't have that much balance in my life. And I did talk about that in, um, I believe it was episode 11. I did a whole episode on productivity and balance, yes. but yeah, it's definitely really difficult and something that I still have to continue to practice and make sure that if I'm getting really stubborn about like needing to finish my math homework, that is a really good indicator for me when I feel like I don't want to get up and I'm really like dedicated to like figuring mm -hmm. out how to do this math problem that I've been sitting on for the past 20 minutes. That for me is a really good indicator. Like, okay, Haley, you need to get up and take a break. Mm -hmm. And again, I think we kind of just learn our triggers about when we're getting to our limit point and everybody has different behaviors for that. But for me, when I'm like getting really determined and I don't want to do anything else, and I'm just very like in the zone wanting to work on this and I don't want to do anything else, that is like the best indicator for me that I need to take a break. Yeah, like I think it goes by the phrase like eat the frog, like dissect your work into like small little sections so it's like easier to take it, to take on the task day by day. Oh, for sure. Yes. If yes. we can definitely avoid procrastination and give ourselves a little bit more time. I found that like when that due date rolls around, you are just so much more at ease and relaxed mm -hmm. versus having to cram it all into the night before. Yeah, for sure. Wow, Haley, I really enjoyed our chat. Like it's honestly so insightful and it's like so amazing to talk to you and have you here on the podcast. You were like, I think the number one guest I wanted to have, like, I didn't care how long it took. I'm like, you have to be the first guest like no one else oh that is so sweet well thank you so much for having me on and I'm very excited to see what happens with your podcast over the next couple of months and maybe even years if you're looking to continue doing that since I know I love mine so much but yeah yes. I'm just really happy and grateful that I got to be your first guest and it was amazing chatting with you today yeah like before we end would you mind dropping your socials for those who would like to connect with you and see more of your work yeah, of course. So I'm primarily on Instagram at the sunshine signal. Um, so just no spaces, no dots, just the sunshine signal. And I always post like when new podcast episodes are out, I usually ask for people's feedback on episode topics, just posting like little snippets of my life at the beach here in Florida, which is pretty fun. Um, I know I've gotten some good feedback on that. So lots of good content over there on Instagram. And then if anybody has any questions about today's episode or any episodes that I've done in the past or just any inquiries, my email is the sunshine signal at gmail.com. Perfect. Wow. Thank you, Haley. Thank you so much, Joey. It was so fun chatting with you. Likewise. If you enjoyed the conversation between Haley and I, or if you have just been general enjoying the podcast, do share it with a friend or leave a five-star rating on Spotify. And if you're new, or haven't already been following the podcast Instagram page, it is at Confront It Podcast. It is where we post all the announcements, all the updates, and just some good stuff posts and reels over there as well. So yeah, that's it for this week, and I'll see you in the next episode.